and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About Comedy. This week, I have Andrew Burnett. Now, he is another one of my ultra comedy family, everyone is. We actually chat a little bit about being neurodivergent in comedy. We talk about the writing process. And honestly, Andrew is such a lovely guy. He is so funny. And it's just such a wholesome episode, this one. Here we go. First of all, thank you very much for doing this podcast with me, Andrew. Thank you. Thank you. Would you like to give a short introduction to yourself? Wow. Uh, well, I am uh, I'm five foot seven and a half when I wake up, so quite short by nature. And um, I'm, I'm Andrew. I'm half, I've got the same ethnicity as James Bond. I'm, I'm, uh, I've had a had a Swiss mother and a Scottish father. Um, James Bond, the character, as opposed to any of the any of the actors that that they've uh, that they've employed for him so far. Uh, I am forty eight years old. My favorite food is asparagus, uh, and uh, my favorite color today is red. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if that's good introduction or not, but yeah. Hey, got a snapshot of who you are. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in terms of comedy at the moment, where are you? Are you doing five-minute sets, seven-minute sets? So, largely, I think largely the opportunities that I have are to do are to do fives. Currently, I put together a, a seven for so you think you're funny. Um, and the first time that I tried to do my seven, it took ten and a half. So um, <laughs> I think I'm comfortable going over. I'm um, I am an inveterate chatterbox, so uh, I'm I'm probably comfortable going over. Yeah, I think if I go over, it does tend to be because there's audience interaction as opposed to as opposed to me adding stuff, and I find. I think in the right circumstance, I find that kind of quite quite playful. So, um, mm. yeah, that, that's 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 roughly that's roughly where where I am. But uh, but I haven't I haven't done any gigs for for a while actually. So I'm 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 doing an open mic night tomorrow, and that's that's a five. Um, I'm doing open comedy at Artisan Roast here in Edinburgh. Tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Artisan um, roast is a good one to to get back on the bandwagon with. Yeah, yeah, they're they're a friendly crowd there, you know, and it's um, and I like I like the venue, and it, you're kind of you're you're quite you're quite close to the to the people that you're speaking to. You can see them all as well because they don't have this obnoxious light that's right in your face. <laughs> I quite like that. I quite like being able to see the people that I'm that I'm speaking to. Yeah, absolutely, it makes a big difference. Mm. You can yeah. see who's laughing at you, which is always fun. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly, you know, exactly. And you can tell, think, as you know, you get that, you get that sort of little adrenaline buzz, or sometimes not such a little adrenaline buzz, but um, you really, you really kind of get a buzz from realizing that you've been able to make somebody laugh that's kind of not one of your mates, kind of thing. Um, and and if you can see that reaction, 
I think it helps, you know, and it also it helps when it helps when you can see that reaction to something that that you didn't necessarily realize was going to be a punchline, you know. Mm. So, um, well, you know, you know my material, Woody, you know, but there's there's that bit where I say, you know, two sides, and and the <laughs> the, first, the first time that I said it, I got a laugh, and I thought that wasn't even supposed to be funny and then and then I, I i kind of incorporated it you know and 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 yeah seeing you know seeing getting that reaction because sometimes it's sometimes it's not the it's not the it's not the bit that you think is the funniest bit that actually is because we are we're not the arbiters of what is and what's not funny the, the audience is basically <laughs> yeah yeah and and when you are writing for stage do you find that you've started tailoring your content content towards an audience more as you've sort of learned i don't know if that question made sense sorry <laughs> <laughs> the question was fine i'm more worried about the answer um yeah i think i think large like by and large um by and large, no. I think I think at the beginning, I, I really I really did. You know, when I was say when I was starting out, I still am starting out, but um, but really kind of early. I, you know, it was. Oh, I, I hope the people understand this. I hope they get it. I hope it's you know, and and one thing that I do, well, maybe we'll, we'll maybe we'll maybe kind of come past that. My my head works a little bit differently than, than than other people's heads so um not better or or worse but but differently so different yeah 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 so so i i kind of i kind of build that in so i'll build in you know that i'll say well again you've got you know you've got the privilege of of knowing this part of my of my material you know but i can say yeah here's something you here's something that you might have noticed right and then nobody's noticed and then i actually make a joke out of that I say well you know if you had noticed then you might have thought this, this so so i kind of i kind of build on on that as well and i build that in a bit too so yeah yeah but i don't as you're see... saying i oh, do yeah. have the privilege of uh as you're saying i do have the privilege of knowing your comedy but i i find that your comedy is quite You've grown so much since I've known you uh, as you. A, a comedian, and and you know what's what's interesting to me is you've started adding in parts that you you didn't think would work with certain audiences. You've started playing around with that that a little bit more. I mean, what really elevated part of your act was your impression of your your father, um, which is brilliant, by the way. <laughs> so do, do, do you find that was content you were reluctant to share before or is it just something that as you developed as a comedian you thought oh this would be really funny you know i think i think there's kind of two there's two parts to it i think on the one on the one hand stuff that's about me i don't i don't care massively you know because because i've got i've got next to zero shame and you know and and mm. next zero filter so i'm i'm quite i'm quite happy saying pretty much anything about 
about myself. But I think as soon as it involves other people, mm. and you know, other people. So in in the in the case of in the case of my in the case of my father, he um he passed away in twenty seventeen. Um. So so I can no longer I can no longer ask him if if it's okay to say this thing or to you know. So I think um the first time that I did it his his cousin was in the audience and i mean without you know without kind of going into great detail i think i think his cousin probably had a better relationship with him than than i did mm. uh, at, certainly at that you know towards towards the end um but but she after the show completely reassured me she said oh you know she said you 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 nailed it you completely you you captured him it was like mm. listening to him. and also also she she said she thought that he would have found it incredibly funny as well which you know which is which is high praise you know so whatever whatever um whatever else it's it's high praise to to get that and I think in part in part the reason I didn't do it before then was that not being able to ask you know would it be okay to do this or knowing who who the appropriate person is to ask um mm. although part of the reason that I you know part of the reason that I was 48 before I ever did stand up was that I thought somebody had to tell you that it was okay to do you know i didn't realize that you could just give yourself permission to do it i thought, I thought there was some kind of stand-up licensing no not actual licensing, you know but, but yeah not not actual literal licensing but you know i thought there was some kind of quality control or something i thought there's no way you know how, how do you even start doing that therefore i i, I won't bother you know um but it's mm -hmm. something that interest me for years so um yeah and then, and then maybe part of the other thing is that i wondered uh i wondered specifically because i because i impersonate his accent really and and i i think like all impersonations you you amplify it beyond probably what what it actually was you know it's a bigger version of it and and it's it's no it's no spoiler to to anybody who who hears this uh, that um, that my dad my dad was an Aberdonian as indeed as indeed was I, am, uh, albeit away for a long long time. So um, I wondered how well that would travel in you know south basically. I wondered how well that would travel yeah. to, um, and. At the same time, when I did it in London for the for the so you think you're funny um, heat, it it seemed to work there as well. So wow. perhaps universality to it. Maybe it's just because it's a different accent. Maybe it's because it sounds inherently funny. I I don't know. I really don't. I'm know. not sure. You know, as yeah. a fellow Aberdonian, that that's quite reassuring to hear that people in even people in London. <laughs> we'll, we'll find an Aberdonian accent quite funny. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right? Yeah, yeah. So now that you've started comedy, is it something 
you see as turning into a career or do you see it more as a hobby i i don't imagine it being a career um i think you know i see i see so many other people who um i don't i don't think actually for of 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 lots of things that I do, I, I really suffer from imposter syndrome in, in lots of things that I do. Um, and I actually don't really have imposter syndrome when I'm when I'm doing comedy. Um, and and I think I think part of that is that you know I've 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 done it. I've stood in front of you know what 180 people and you know and made made most of them laugh um and that's 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 all that you need you know for, mm. for that's that's the only thing that you need to 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 get back is feedback so i don't i don't have imposter syndrome in in that sense um with uh, with it but um equally i see i see other people who you know who so far, so far, I've only I've only had time to listen to Emma's um one on, um. But I see Emma and I see Dan, Dan in particular. He's, you know, he's oh, he's, he's just going and going and going. I don't know how like he finds the time. Every night, every second night, kind of thing. And um, my my family's. And I don't I don't say this with any slight to anybody who, who does it, but you know, my family, I and I need time with my family, basically. I need time with them. So um I think overall I would love to do I would love to do, you know, two to maybe two, even two to four kind of sessions a month, maybe, but not mm beyond that i don't i don't see myself being um having the having the time which which i would be comfortable giving you know give, giving up um so so yeah but it's, it's an enormous buzz you know it's um oh absolutely yeah, yeah i think pe but... people don't talk about the the how time consuming it actually is because it's not just standing up for five minutes, it's the journey there, watching everyone else do their five minutes, and then the yeah. journey home, <laughs> you know? Of, of course. I mean, you know, it's kind of the, well, I mean, the, the even, even, but even then, you know, it's the, it's the, you have to write something. And I think to, mm. if nobody's ever kind of gone through that process of getting their first their first five minutes then then yep. they just they've got zero appreciation of how much time it takes to write five minutes of of something that will hopefully make somebody else laugh <laughs> and that's yeah. you know to write to write five minutes I, I um for my for my seven i um I use a program called Otter, which which um, it's it's an it, app. Yeah. yeah, it's an app on the phone, and uh, you you speak at it, and it basically spits out the the text, which is about ninety. In my case, it's about ninety percent accurate. So, um, at least if I'm enunciating clearly, <laughs> it is. But 
yeah, so seven minutes came out to roughly 700 words, which is, in the scheme of it, not, not a hell of a lot, really. But to write, you know, like to write 700 words at all isn't going to take a crazy amount of time. But to write 700 words of something that it's going to, it's hopefully going to evoke a giggle. <laughs> that's a lot more. It's a lot more challenging, and 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 then it's not just the writing, but you need to practice it a few times because, at least for me, you know, memorizing it word for word is mm -hmm. difficult. I, I don't, I don't, I don't imagine that I could do something where I memorize it word for word. There are certain sections that I have to know just you know for for myself i have to know okay so i need to say this then this then this and i need to say them in <laughs> again without giving spoilers i need to say them in a particular order um <laughs> for things for things actually to make sense um but but it's not even remembering them word for word it's kind of getting the it's getting the concepts you know and it's um i think that's the bit that's the bit that's probably tricky uh, we've, mm. we're, we're lucky you know we're we're incredibly fortunate with the group that that we have and absolutely yeah how supportive everyone is but also how honest they are if you know if something bombs a bit or they say nah maybe maybe try maybe try saying it like this you know and that's um yeah even even with my uh even with my neurodivergence, I still understand when they say, maybe try this instead. <laughs> still <un> <laughs> that means crap, do it different. Yeah. But I, I found with our group, it was all very constructive. You know, it wasn't just saying, oh, that was shit. It was, oh, that was shit. But if you try it this way, yeah, you could make it really funny. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah. that's what was so beautiful about the group that we found. And you, you mentioned your neurodivergency a couple of times. Do you think that makes it easier or harder for you to do comedy? That's a really good question. I don't know because I don't, I don't know. This is the thing. I don't know where where. I mean, for 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 clarity, for clarity, I am what what they used to call Aspergers or what they now call. Uh, autistic spectrum disorder i think i don't much like that because disorder makes it sound like there's something wrong with you um mm. i think it is that there's i don't something like that wrong. either no i don't think <laughs> there's something wrong you know i don't think it's disorder although i am quite disorderly looking looking around my looking around my office just <laughs> um but uh but yeah i i don't i don't know where where andrew ends and autism starts you know, mm. or, or where autism ends and Andrew starts. Um, I think I think it's part of me. So for some things, I think I think I think um, my 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 partner she once she once said this beautiful thing, and I'm going to completely butcher it because I didn't I didn't <laughs> take and have it right in front of me. But but she kind of said that I I encounter the world in a constant state of 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 bewilderment and uh, 
I thought, was it was it bemusement? And I can't remember exactly what it was. Basically, just surprised that why why would somebody do that? That makes no sense. <laughs> and 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 then being able to to communicate that to other people, you know, and and, and to give other people, I suppose, like an insight into having noticed this 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 mm. thing, or about you know getting upset about about something about saying actually no that's not okay that that perhaps makes it a bit easier because perhaps the material sort of comes to me in a way that it that it doesn't for for neurotypical people i i i, I don't know maybe it also makes it a bit easier because i've never struggled talking to a crowd mm. but i struggle much more talking to an individual right one-on-one yep. After after that last show that, that that we did, there were um there were two ladies who because we all we all stayed in the in the in the bar for a good period afterwards. Uh and and there were these two ladies who were in from our broth. So mm. I remember I remember all the details, of course. Right. So um <laughs> and they they were they were drinking wine as if it was beer, and um, and <laughs> was drinking beer as if it was water. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, they they just they just kept coming over to congratulate me. You know, and they said, oh, that was great. You know, and they loved the Aberdonian accent, and and they're, and and they're telling me things about the material that I just did that they are then saying that was amazing. Thank you so much, and, and all this. And one of them. She like she shook my hand and I'm I'm sitting beside my partner with one with my left arm round round my partner like this the most <laughs> and 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 she's holding my right hand and without exaggeration she didn't let it go for ninety seconds. It was oh my uh, gosh. It was awkward, you know. And and I find that interaction I find really difficult. Whereas when there's you know when there's kind of however many were in the room that night sort of 50 60 people uh that's that's not a problem you know and um, i i teach at uh, i teach at um, dundee and at sterling universities and um you know i'll stand up in front of a, a lecture theater with 200 students in it and that's never a problem either but it's when it's when they start coming and asking me questions one on one you know or or like that, you know, this kind of this fan. Oh no, this is this is awkward. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I've not really, you know, spoken to you about this, but I am actually autistic myself. It's not Great. something I talk about that often. Um, so one hundred percent understand. Everyone came up to me that night, was telling me how amazing I was, and then I ran away to a group of people that I know very, very well. Yeah. to avoid all of that <laughs> you know i i i i didn't know that that you're that you're also uh that you're you're a fellow autist, autist. Um, yep. <laughs> um yeah i i think i think i think it's a wonderful thing personally and i think you know, I, think I think so too yeah that people are this is also why i say it's why i tell people that i am because because it shouldn't be something that people kind of hide away. It shouldn't be something that people yep. are uh, 
discouraged from saying or um, or, or or whatever. And I'm really lucky in my in my autism in that I'm not you know I'm not kind of hampered from living a relatively normal life. So um, mm. I think I think it's kind of almost part of my job to to disclose that you know and and hopefully hopefully it kind of you know make people aware overall not necessarily just through my comedy but but through it through everything that that different people see the world in different ways and that actually we can we can make the world overall a better place for for everyone if we look after you know if we look after the needs of specific people it doesn't mean that we're not looking after the yeah that we're not looking after the majority right there's um there's a, there's a wonderful there's a wonderful um little comic and um it bothers me that i can't remember who who it is that drew it but it's just it's just one frame and uh and there's a kid there's a kid in a wheelchair and a janitor outside I imagine it's a school or a library or, or something of, of that nature. And the the janitor's clearing the steps of snow. And uh and some one of the one of the able-bodied kids is saying to the janitor, if you clear the ramp, we can all use the ramp. And I think that sums it up it just sums it up so beautifully you know it's like it doesn't need to it's not you know it, it doesn't mean that you're taking anything away from other people anyone else no yeah by being it, inclusive you know it's um yeah 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 it's so easy to do listen we are gonna get kicked out in five minutes and i actually think that is a really lovely point to end it on um <laughs> but no i thank you so much for doing this honestly it's well, i love you. talking to people <laughs> about comedy and i love my podcast now um <laughs> it's my current hyper focus so <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i i tend to switch hyper focuses but um but i've yeah i've got i've got a few as well <laughs> so yeah yeah but um though well, thank you so much i think i think like i say so far i have only listened to the one with emma um yeah that was that was lovely um i know that i know that there are some more out already and uh and i'll yeah there's quite a few definitely be listening into all of them um, thank you and especially yours of course <laughs> thank you so much for listening to another episode of let's talk about comedy next week i might have something a little bit different for you maybe someone who's been in comedy for quite some time more details next week.